Welcome to Besties for the Resties. I'm Hannah. And I'm Candy. Join us each week as we gab about faith, friendship, and everything in between. Our goal is to make you laugh and leave you inspired. So stick around and let the laughs begin. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 14. Candace, how are you feeling? I am feeling very good today. We had drive-in church, and let me tell you, the Lord was all, even though we had to stay six feet apart, I'm telling you, it was, just to be around your church family again, oh my God, it was like, it was so good. Yes. So good. We've been doing drive-in church, and I actually enjoyed it. It's kind of fun. Like, it just, it's like, a, it yeah. mixes it up, but it's interesting. My daughter loves it, my little socializing oh. child. She's, like, waving at everybody. And her little crush parked next to us today, because he's our pastor's son. It's, I'm like, oh, gosh. She literally, like, put her hands on the window and just stared at him. I was like, okay, sis, like, you have no game. You're being, yeah, you're being thirsty. Stop it, Fallon. <laughs> Oh, got your daddy's, got your daddy's level of game. I kid, I kid. I'm thankful that he didn't have game because that's how, that's how I bagged him. (laughs) But, um, so today we are talking about burnout and how to avoid it a little bit. And, um, I feel like this is like, I feel like we've kind of been talking about burnout and like self-care I don't know maybe it feels like they feel similar like the joy one and the grieving one I feel like we've been talking kind of a lot about like forms of depression a little bit and like how to avoid it I don't know if that's just me but I do feel like that's kind of been something we've been discussing a little bit but um I just it's really been on my mind I don't know why like I was trying to think of a different because I was like man maybe we need to mix it up like something that's a little bit less of a downer but I really feel like this time lots of people are burnt out like you would think because a lot of people are staying home they wouldn't be but it's like most people are working from home homeschooling their kids from home like having to cook and clean and when there is multiple people in your house like i saw a meme that said trying to clean your house with people in it is trying like trying to brush your teeth and eat oreos at the same time (laughs) and i felt that because that is very accurate like oh my word When you got people, like, going up behind you. Like, the dishes are multiplying. I really, I feel that. Like, I'm like, where where are you coming from? Because I've just washed you. So, it's just ridiculous. I feel like like a lot of it is just, like, eating because, like, that, I don't know, what's it called? The Grinch. Like, the Grinch. Grinch. Am I eating because I'm bored? Yes, I am. You know, like, it's just, yeah. Like, the dishes are ridiculous. Like, I wash them, and then there's, like, a thousand more in the sink. So I don't know where they're coming from. I don't, but here we are. It's a lot. And I feel like people like have to be, number one, we're all stir crazy because we've been in a, in a house. Like we've hardly left. Like I know yesterday I kind of like, my husband works 10 days in a row. So obviously like your normal schedule of rest can't exactly happen. So I, I don't really get a lot of like, you know, usually I feel like most moms get like one day a week at some mm-hmm. point, you know, but a lot of times it's just me and Fal for 10 days straight and I love it. I love her so much, but it's a lot. So yesterday 
he was like, you know, you can take a day and just go and relax. And it's like, you can't really do much. Like, my dream, I kept thinking, like, oh, to have a Starbucks and just be strolling through Hobby Lobby. But I just went and got a Starbucks and just, like, rested. And I got sushi, which was a mistake because it's New Mexico and they don't know how to make sushi. I'm just like, you guys have got to get better at this. They had deep, like, it was a crunch roll, but it was just, like, sushi that was deep fried. So, it was warm, soggy sushi. It was horrific. Just a crime, Aww. honestly. Like, it was a crime against America, and it was a crime against Japan. So, not cool. But it's fine. <laughs> but I got to eat that really... Actually, I didn't eat it. I'm just going to be real. Don't tell Augustine, because he was like, I can't believe you went and bought sushi. And I was like, I ate it. It's fine. I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, Lord. <laughs> but it's fine. But I just got to, like sit and read and just relax and it was so nice because it was like I didn't have to worry about changing a diaper or feeding someone or making sure she wasn't getting into anything dangerous because my kid is busy y'all like it was so nice to just be able to rest and it's like you don't think you need it that much but like my mom literally she called me like an hour and a half into being away and she was like well, you just sound purely joyful. Like, you just sound like a brand new person. And it was like, <laughs> thank you. I've been alone with my own thoughts. <laughs> like, I've had a chance to just be. And it's incredible. So, I guess maybe this is personal. I'm feeling it a little bit. Because it is. Like, you know, my husband has to work. And he comes home tired. Like, we're both tired. So, we're kind of tag teaming. But it's just like there hasn't been much of a break. So, I do feel like maybe I I was thinking about burnout because sometimes I'm like, am I on the verge of this? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I felt the same thing, like, just getting out. Because, like, me and my niece and my mom, we all went to the beach yesterday, which we thought we were doing some, like, oh, my God, we're just going to sneak away. Everyone in, like... <laughs> Everybody had the same idea that we did. Everyone thought they were going to get away, and everybody was at the beach. So, I mean, we kept our distance, obviously, but it was just so good to, like, get out and about. And honestly, like, I'm I'm probably going to sound like a total, like, spiritual snob or whatever, but, like, honestly, like, today or today is, like, the first, I guess, day that I have been, like, you know, because I'm telling you. Being away from church, oh my god, it is. I didn't think it was going to be this hard. It is extremely, extremely hard. Like, but and like Hannah said, like I have also been experiencing, like I guess burnout. Like, I mean, you wouldn't think it would be hard to like click on your phone and watch preaching or anything, or you know, like. But no, it's. I don't know. Like, it's it's not the same as being in the. I mean, and being in his presence. You know, I mean, yes, she feels presence, but it's been something. Yeah, a dry patch I've been going through. So I figure, I mean, like, what better way to talk about it if we're actually going through it so everyone else can hear it, you know? Yeah. Well, there are just so many types. Like, you can have spiritual burnout. You can get burnout at work. You can get burnout with, like, home stuff. Like, there's so many different types. Like, you just have to guard. You really have to guard your time and guard your heart and take yes. care of yourself. You know what I mean? And be And be mm-hmm. kind to yourself, I feel like. I just think, like, we all think we're rosy from the Jetsons. Like, we can do it all. But we're not robots, you know? <laughs> like, we cannot do no, everything. 
I was um, reading this thing about Proverbs 31, like, you know, the Proverbs 31 woman, <laughs> what we're all trying to be. I know I'm constantly like, I feel like measuring, you know what I mean? That's like measuring myself up against the standard of what a woman is, you know? And I, I was kind of really reading about it because, you know, it says all this stuff like she rises early. She, you know, she makes food. She makes clothes like she does all this different stuff. Like, she takes care of the wheat. Like, she just... I'm trying to think of everything. I'm butchering it right now. But let me see if I can, like, just pull it up. But it's so much like stuff. She, yeah. It's like her husband and her kids, like, you know... Call her blessed. Yes. It's so much stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if I can find... So, um... She can, she can trust him. She'll do him good, not evil, all her days... She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willing with her hands. She's like a merchant sip. She brings food from afar. She rises also wild as yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considers the field and buyeth it with the fruit of her hands and she planteth a vineyard. Um, she's girded her loins with strength and strengthened her arms. Which I'm like, is that her saying she works out? Like she takes time to work? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I reject that. No, I'm thinking it's fine. <laughs> she lays her hand to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. So she's like sewing stuff, helping the poor. Uh, she's not afraid of the of snow because she's made like how like she's made made coats for her household. Like she's making tapestries. She's bragging about her husband at the gates. She makes linens and sells it. I mean, it's like all this different stuff. <clears throat> and um, the two things that I want to point out about that I thought were super interesting is, number one, a lady was like, this was not, because I do think that ladies, especially Christian women, we use this as like a measuring stick for ourselves. I don't know about you, but I do sometimes. I'm like, am no, I, I doing do. all this stuff? Like, am I at this level? Because this is like a woman. You know what I mean? But if you think about it, yeah. in the big like, when the Bible was written, when this stuff was being done, this was not primarily for ladies. You know what I mean? This was not made for ladies to read and be a measuring stick. This was literally written for men to appreciate all the things that their women did. So this was not for women to like hold, hold this hard standard against themselves. Because if you think about it, really, most women are trying their best to run their household and do what they can. You know what I mean? And this was so that, like, their husbands and, like, probably their dads were, like, really looking at them and saying, like, oh, wow, they do so much. So, really, it was written for men to appreciate their women. Like, it wasn't written for a woman to, like, hold herself to an impossible standard. Oh, wow. And the second thing I want to point out about it is that this woman had help. And this was not all at one time. Like, these were different seasons. Like, you weren't harvesting a, a vineyard all season long. Like, that was, like, a specific season. Like, you planted it and you harvested it. Like, that wasn't, like, a 24-7 thing. She wasn't going out every single day and harvesting a vineyard. Like, she wasn't specifically making coats all the time. That was saying, like, her household was prepared for winter. So, it's, like, all of these things that she is doing are seasons of things that she is doing. So, it's, like, there are seasons and times when you have to do certain things. It's not like you're not doing everything all at once. Like she had specific seasons that she was working in these crafts, if that makes sense. 
So it's like we're yeah. thinking we need to like, you know, make the clothes, sew the food. Like, I mean, like sew the food, make the clothes, like cook dinner and, you know, like be harvesting this. I need to be having a garden. I need to be, you know, making clothes all the time. And it's like, that's awesome if you can. There are some people who can just go, go, go. But like, you don't need to think that it's like all you should be, like you should be doing that all at once because she didn't. And I would also like to point out, it specifically says she like gives meat to her maidens. So it means she takes care of her maids. So she had maids. So this woman was like having people she could boss and delegate to. So it's like, if you're thinking this woman like spent all day top to bottom, like she had someone that she was saying like, hey, do this. Hey, do that. So it was like, it's okay to delegate that or stuff sometimes. Stuff yes. Yeah. So this is not like she was like, like to me, like if you did all this all at once, like you would be, you would be burnt out for sure. But like the point is this woman like, took time and did this during seasons and had help and and delegated you know what i mean like took care of her help but she had help you know yeah for real so it's just good for us to realize like you cannot do everything all at once like you gotta like be kind to yourself you know yes and i feel like when you're getting to that stage like I think burnout happens when you are trying to do everything for everyone and you're not taking care of yourself, you know, like you have to take care of you. Uh, I'm going to get kind of, kind of real. Like I'm like one of those people, like I like to cook for my husband. I like to clean. I like to do everything around the house that I can. And one time my husband, like he was kind of joking, but kind of being for real. He's like, you know, he's like, sometimes I think that you do everything for me because you want me to depend on you. So I'll never go away. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, he's on to me. You know what I mean? Because it was like, <laughs> like, it's like you get that, I think you get that mindset like, oh, I have to do all of this so that they'll love me and want to stay. And it's like you put your self-worth in all the busyness and all the things you're doing. And you're like, well, then they'll need me so much like they'll never want to go away or if I'm doing this, then they're finally going to see. And it's like, you can't do that. Like when he said that, I was like, wow, like you are right. And he was like, I know he was like, I can do stuff. He's like, it's not like I'm going to leave you. If you don't always do everything for me, like I love you and I'm in this forever. So take it easy. You know what I mean? And it was like, when he said wow. that, I was like, Oh my God, like you're going to still love me and be with me. Even if I can't keep everything perfect. And it's like, I have an eight-month-old who is so busy, y'all. Like, I cannot, like, I can't catch a break, really. Like, when she is awake, she is, like, into everything. Like, I'm constantly spatting that hand or, like, trying to give her something to do. Because it's like, she instinctively knows when she shouldn't touch things. And that is exactly what she goes for. She's like, oh, you don't want me to play with that. <laughs> it will be my toy. You know what I mean? So, it's like... I've had to kind of learn, like, I cannot expect my house to be at the level of perfection it was whenever I was just taking care of me and Augustine, you know, like, I've got more to do and I have to take care of myself as well, you know, like, I had to learn to, like, be a little kinder to myself, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? And so, like, I know for me personally, like, when I was going to Bible college, I, um, I kind of got burnt out. Uh, just like, cause you go, I mean, you're constantly in like classes for eight hours a day. Yes. Well, I say eight hours a day. It really wasn't eight hours, but it was like, like five hours a day. And then it was like, um, then you have chapel for two hours and you know, and you, and then after that, like you, you know, if you have a job and you go to your job and then, you know, Wednesdays you have church and then, 
Um, and then, you know, I mean, there's just always something, you know. And so, and then you have prayer meetings on, I think, I think we had them on Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, I mean, uh, Thursday or Friday. Anyway, so we would do all this stuff. So I was constantly getting church, 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 you know, just like always, always, always. And which I mean, not wasn't a bad thing, but like, if you, if you don't harness it well, if you don't do, like, if you get caught up in yourself, which shocker people, I did because <laughs> I wanted to hang, I wanted to, you know, and, and you just, and you take the God part out of it and you're just doing it for obligation. Cause that's what I did it out of. I did it out of obligation. Like, okay, well, I got to go and do this. I got to go to prayer meeting and then I have to have my own prayer time because, you know, got to be spiritual because you're a Bible college, <laughs> you know, so it was like all this stuff that I was doing, but I wasn't doing it because I love God. I was doing it out of obligation to God. Like, well, you know, got to have prayer time for him or, you know, I'm going to, and it was like, and then finally it was like, while I was praying one day, it just like, God just kind of like spoke to me and was like, this is a privilege yes. that you get to have this. And it was like, and immediately it was like, I remembered that I was like, you know, that I wasn't doing it out of, like, I should have been doing it out of love because I love God and I love, but it was like for a moment, for, for a moment, I was like, oh my God, I gotta go to church again. Or, oh my God, I have to go work the nursery again. Yeah. You know, church, all this stuff. And it was like, it was like, but I, like, I, I get to do those things like you like you get to serve God you get to you know if you have a husband or if you have a a family you get to get them dressed you get to take them to church yes. you know like you know like we get to do those things like because I mean in my niece like it kills me because she doesn't really I'm probably gonna get real but she doesn't really live this you know like her mom is you know not really my sister is not really in church or anything not really she's not in church <laughs> at all <laughs> so you know, and it's like, you know, she was grappling the other, or grappling this morning because we had to get up and get, go to church, you know, drive through church. And she was like, oh my gosh, we have to get up and go to church. Like, and she's like, can I just wear like pajamas and, and like, and a, and a t-shirt? Cause we're not going to get out. And like, I looked at her and I was like, no, like we get to go. Like, you're going to get dressed. We're going to get in our Sunday best and we're going to go to church. Like, Amen. you know, I was like, there are people, I got all like a soapbox from her. She's 11. And I was like, you don't understand. Like, there are kids out there that don't know this truth. You get to have this truth. Yes. Like, you have the privilege of going and listening to Brother Husband preach the truth. So, guess what? We're getting up and we're going, you know? And yes. so, and I had to go to myself too because for a moment I was like, I'm going to get to in my pajamas and listen to Brother Husband, you know? <laughs> and it was like, you know, but it was like in a moment, it was like in, in that moment, it was like, oh my God, like I get to get up and go, yes. you know, where and it was like, we can't get in that mentality of, you know, of we got to go to church again. Like let your kids work for the kingdom of God. Like it's probably a totally different soap for a totally different day, but I mean, let your kids work for him. Let, yes. like, let them know it is, it is a privilege that we get to go worship God, that we get to work in the kingdom of God, that we get to get dressed to go to church, that we get to do this. Because this is a privilege that we get to have this. It is. Right, go ahead. No, that's good. To me, like, there's so much that you, in all of that, there's so much good in what you said. Like, it is a privilege. And letting you, you know, like, when you said that about, like, let your kids work for the kingdom of God, 
my mama, she is like a servant. Like, she yes, loves to serve the church. Like, literally our whole life, like, she was always the person, like, wiping the tables down. Like, everyone's still fellowshipping, and she's already, like, in the back cleaning the dishes and just, like, constantly looking for where she can serve and help or cook for people and take care of people. And she had us, like, we were, like, seven or eight, and she's, like, handing me a, a warm, like, a warm rag, warm washcloth, and is, like, wipe those tables down. Like, not a crumb in sight. And, like, it used to drive me nuts, but really, she instilled that servanthood in us. And to me, like, servanthood is a breeding ground for a heart for ministry, because that's what servanthood is. Like, you were going to bear... You are going to bear a leader out of someone who you make serve. Like, really, like, that's where that's going to happen. Not that I'm, like, some, I'm not trying to, like, toot my own horn. But I am in ministry. I do get involved and stuff. And it was because mom put that love of servanthood in me. So, I definitely think you should do that. And, like, you do got to have a relationship with God. Like, that was always the thing at Bible college is, like, you're doing kingdom work, but you don't know the king. Like, you have to make sure... And not just like, oh, thank you, God, da, da, da. You know, like really talking no. to God and letting him know you. Because it's like, it's like working for a CEO. Like if you think you're, you know what I mean? Like I think of that scripture, it says like, depart from me, I never knew you. And they're like, but we, we cast out devils in your names and we did this for you. And it's like, they did all that, but they didn't, he's like, I don't know you. And it's because they, you know what I mean? Like people will like work for God, air quotes, but they don't know God. Like it's not no. enough to just serve them. You know what I mean? Like, a CEO doesn't know. Like, the CEO of Walmart doesn't know who the cashier is. You know what I mean? Like, but, no. and that's, we are wasting a privilege we have. Like, we get to talk to the king of kings. You know what I mean? Like, we're working yeah. for him, but we need to know him. Like, that's, and I think of, like, Mary and Martha, the difference in them. Like, Jesus was like, what you need is found at my feet. Like, we really do have to talk to God and get our nourishment and our strength from him because if we don't we will yeah. get burnt out spiritually like we have to know him and like be involved with him not just his not just kingdom work you know and like you can't pour you know what I mean like you can't pour from an empty vessel like if you don't have it in you you can't give out you know what I mean like you got to make sure that you are taking care of yourself spiritually like I know like here lately, I feel like we've been doing a bunch of podcasts, and I have been doing online Bible studies because everybody's wanting to do online Bible studies, and it was like one day, I was like trying to prepare for one of the Bible studies, and I was praying, but I was just kind of in a bit of a rut. You know how sometimes you get in those ruts? And God was like, you are trying to feed people, and you don't even have anything to give. Like, you need to take care of yourself and feed yourself spiritually. And it's like, I put on worship music and started creating an atmosphere of worship. And it was like, I did that. And then I listened to a message and it was like amazing the difference in me spiritually once I had been uh -huh. fed. You know what I mean? It's like, yes. you can't starve yourself and then think you're going to be able to pull out this deep message for someone or help someone. And that works in the spiritual and the physical. You can't like not take care of yourself and then expect to take care of other people or take care of your job. You know what I mean? Like you have to take care of yourself. Like you have to rest. Like you got to try your best to sleep. We just moved my daughter. I'm so sorry. I know I'm like talking about my kids so much, but we just moved my daughter into her own bed and I loved co-sleeping. Like I, I loved it, but we have a really high bed and she kept jumping off the bed. So we had to move her out because she's a daredevil. 
And at first, like, I cried and cried. It killed me. It just, like, felt like a growing up thing. But now that, like, she's out of the bed and it's, like, I am sleeping deeper because I'm not being, like, kicked in the face every three seconds. Like, or having a kid, like, grab my face with her cheeks and just, like, going nose to nose to me and, like, breathing. Like, I was basically breathing in carbon dioxide because she was directly on my face. But, like... The difference in my sleep, I'm like, wow, like, I really have been walking around in a haze. And it's like, you got to take care of yourself. You got to rest. You have to make sure you're eating. You know what I mean? Like, me and my sister are constantly making fun of each other because it'll be like 3 o'clock and we're like, hmm, have we ate today? Like, you just, you're drinking your coffee and taking yeah. care of your kid and not, not taking care of yourself. But you can't do that like. I've been trying to, like, stop and make myself, like, make myself breakfast or make something that me and Fallon can share because it's, like, I have to take care of myself, too. You know what I mean? Like, you cannot give yourself, like, you cannot give everything away. You know what I mean? Like, the giving tree is a beautiful story, but you cannot let yourself get to be a stump of a person for someone to sit on. Like, you have to take care of yourself, you know? Like, yeah. Beautiful story, but also wildly unhealthy, Shel Silverstein. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, not your finest hour, girlfriend. <laughs> like, oh honey, no, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> but uh, you really do. You have to take care of yourself, and you have to do that, like by praying and reading your Bible. You have to do that by trying to get sleep and eating right and exercising. I know that we're not the greatest about that. I've just now kind of started getting to a routine of walking every day because I've missed the sun. I'm like, man, I never thought I'd get to the day where I'm like, I want to be outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. this quarantine, well, man, I, yeah, makes like, you want to get outside. Be people <laughs> oh, for real. But... I mean, I mean, just like you said, like just tagging on what you're saying, like you have to get, like, you have, like you have to have that one-on-one time with him, and plus, only that, but you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. I mean, like, you can't just, I mean, just kind of reiterating what you were saying, like you can't just live on, like, water, you know, like just, like just keep giving and giving and giving, and nothing getting like nothing getting back like yeah i heard this met or this uh, one of our instructors was like you know like every time after he would like preach a message like he would give everything he had and then he would like as soon as it was over like he would help pray for people but then he would go and like in a corner all by himself and just like pray like yeah. to refill himself like and i'm not saying that like we're all preaching messages but there are people out there that are you know, I mean, they may not know it, but they're reaching for something. That's what, and that's what my grandma used to tell me. Like she was like, "Candy, people are hungry, and when they're hungry, they're gonna reach for something deep inside of you." Like, yeah. And I mean, it has come, and I and I have seen it like throughout my like living for God. Like people that you don't even even know. Like there was a lady that I used to work with, and she would like just stare at me. And, and I could see the hunger in her in her eyes. She was wanting something out of me. Mm -hmm. But I was so, like, dried up that I wasn't giving anything for myself that I couldn't meet her need. Like, God, like God couldn't meet her need because I had nothing to give her. Like, I had nothing. I, I was not 
I wasn't prayed up and I, and I had nothing to replenish her, you know, to like yeah. give her something. And so, and then from then on, I was like, no more. Like, and from then on, like I made sure that I, that I was getting fed because people that you meet, you don't even know that you're going to see or even know what their need is. Like they are like, they are reaching for something out of you. Like they want you to tell them something. They want you to do something for them. And how are you going to be able to do meet their need if you're not full? If you don't have nothing to give them? Because, uh, I mean, ultimately, ultimately, it's not even a word. Ultimately, <laughs> like, it's not you giving them something. It's God giving them something. But you have to be full of something for God to give them. You know? Yes. Like, you have to be prayed up. You have to be like, you know, all these other things. So that way he can, So so when they do pull something, like when they're like, my marriage is not good. I really need, you know, you can like reach down inside of you that you have like prayed and all this kind of stuff that, and God can, you know, replenish them with something. Yes. So like, and that's what I have been trying my best to do these (laughs) past couple of weeks. Cause I'm going to tell you this quarantine has really gotten me like lackadaisical and I cannot be like that. Yes. To get, get back. It's so easy. Like I really, I, I we've just we've been talking about this all week, me and Candy back and forth because we talk on the daily, and I really have. I've been like I've kind of been at this place where it is. It gets like a. I was. I don't want to say to me. I was getting to this place where it was like prayer and like I try and start my morning off with devotions like prayer and Bible reading, and it was like I was getting this place like oh like I've got to start my day like let me get this over with and it's like this is not something to get over with like. This is something I need for, like, I need this. You know what I mean? And it's like, like Candy was saying earlier, it's a privilege. Like, it's a privilege that I get to pray. Like, that came at a high cost that I did not pay. You know what I mean? And it's like, when we're ungrateful for it. It's like, when a kid doesn't know, like, I think back, like, I'm trying to think. Like, there's, like, kids. Like, you know how kids think you're, like, a millionaire? Like, they just think that you, (laughs) they do. And I remember, like, I had... Like, I had bought this stuff, and it was actually with Macy. And she was like, all right, let's go to, like, Olive Garden or something. And I was like, oh, sis. I was like, I wish I could take you to Olive Garden. But what about Chick-fil-A? Could you handle Chick-fil-A? And she's like, no, all right. Like, but it's so funny because it's like kids don't get, you know what I mean? Like, I remember, like, kids are always like, oh, let's go to, you know, like, let's go to the steakhouse. And it's like, oh, I wish. <laughs> My bougie little friend. Like, yeah. but we, it's like they don't know the cost, so they... They, you know, like, you don't appreciate it when you don't know the cost. And it's, like, really, yeah. like, that's why I really, I've been thinking about, like, Calvary. Like, when that veil was torn and God said, it is finished, like, that came at the cost of his blood. Like, us being able to go boldly into the throne room of grace, that came at a high cost. Like, a very high cost. And... We didn't have to pay it, so I feel like we don't appreciate it. You know what I mean? But like, you think back to the Old Testament. Like, if you were a lady, if you were a Gentile, if you had a skin condition, like, if there was even anything a little bit wrong with you, you could not go into his presence at all. And it's like, I'm so thankful that we can, but we have to appreciate, like, this is a divine privilege. Like, you, you when you said privilege, it was like, man, that is the exact truth of it, like, it's an honor that we get to go into his presence. It shouldn't yes. be a drudgery. Like, we're not doing God a favor by going in there and being like, bless me, Father, forg- forgive me. You know what I mean? Like, we're not doing God a favor. He is he is doing us a favor when he does that for us. You know what I mean? 
Yes. And I think a lot of times we get in the in the in the mundane like, you know, everyday thing like going to church being like, Okay, God, what can you do for me today? Like I need you to do something for me. And it's like I know that I do that sometimes. Like when I like when it's been a hard week, I'm like, Okay, God, do something for me. But it's like he's if he never did anything again for me but fill me with the Holy Ghost and he never did anything else for me, if he never blessed me again. And I know I say that because, you know, you know, because I haven't lost anything or whatever, but if he never blessed me again, if he never, I may cry, but if he never like saved my family or if he never did anything else for me, the fact that he died for me and that I get to have the Holy Ghost, that my friend is enough. Like that is enough. For, but we serve such a good God that He doesn't just stop with filling you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Like, he doesn't just stop with that. Like He He keeps giving because that's who He is, you know. And like, uh, I mean, but I mean, but that's just what a good God we serve. That He's not just going to stop with filling me with the Holy Ghost. He's not just going to stop with never saving my family. He's going to keep doing it. So we have to get to the mentality of, okay, God, like, what do you want me to do for you? Like, yes. you've already done so much for me, you know? So, and I mean, I'm going to get to that place too, because sometimes I'm like, okay, God, I've had a hard week, but just lay it on me, you know? Like, but it's like, we can't be like that. We have, I mean, there are times where we can, but I mean, every day, every service, you know, I mean, we need to get to the point where we're like, okay, God, like, and be mature Christians enough where we can be like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to do for you? Or, you know, like, like that's where we need to get, you know? And I feel like, I know for me, this quarantine, I've been like, oh, God, you know, like, what can, and it's just like, it's like what Brother Husband said when he was preaching this morning, like, um, you know, we have to be mature enough to be like, you know, to to create an atmosphere of praise by ourselves. Like, we need to be in that atmosphere where we're like, okay, like, you know, the fire's in me, I can, I can do it, you know, like, like, we can do this. Yes. Like, I mean, so... Not me just drudging in, like barely making it. You know, yes. like I don't want to, and like you were saying, like, I'm, I'm probably like <laughs> preaching my, my, my pastor's message right now, but like, it just, it just fought, it fell in so good in what we're talking about today. That's, and that's how I knew we were in the same vein, you know, in the same like Holy Ghost, because he was talking about like, you know, mansions, like God's building us, building us mansions in heaven. And like, I don't want to be on the outskirts of like, you know, where not all people are. I want to be right in the middle of downtown, like right by his throne room. Like I want to be right there. I want to be in it. Like I want, you know, like so. That's just that's what I have that's to say. Good. So. <laughs> oh my, you're like I don't know why you think I'm like not into this. This is good stuff. Oh man, <laughs> that's what I have to say. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> Little smacker. I know. I'm sorry. You're just so like quiet. No, but like we do, we have to, we have to appreciate it. And I think something to like really think about is like all of the best things in life are a lot of work. Like, have you ever really thought about that? Like, yes. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like on the motherhood and mama, the mama and the. No, you're sorry. I'm sorry. I hope that's not annoying. Right but like. I was like dreaming of having a baby. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't get pregnant. I wanted to so bad. And it's like whenever I had her, 
the work you have to do for this little baby. And it is worth it. It is wonderful. But babies are a lot of work. You know what I mean? Like, it's like constant care. And um, I was just really thinking about, like, she was the blessing, like, something I had prayed for. But, like, figuring out how to be a good mama, like, figuring out how to balance, like, taking time for myself and being a good wife. Like, it was an adjustment, and I had to learn how to be a good wife and a good mama and be, like, right with God and have, like, what I needed. It took time. And it's like, she's going to take, she's going to be worked for the rest of my life. Like, figuring her out. Like, we're going to get past one thing and then it's, you know, like, we're going to get into another. Like, one minute I'm trying to, like, teach her words. The next time I'm saying, like, don't say these words. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's always <laughs> going to be something. But it's like, the best blessings in life often come with like new sets of challenges and hard things because it's like gifts take work like when God gives you a gift oftentimes you're going to struggle within that because it you have to adjust and learn how to do things you know what I mean like when God blesses you with a job you know what I mean like you have to learn how to handle that job that job comes with responsibilities like you got to get there early and you got to do stuff you know what I mean like whatever it is when God blesses us with something it often is going to be a challenge. Like the thing that you want the most will probably try you the most. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like you have to figure it out. Like when, like everybody wants to get married and then it's like when you get married, you're like, wow, this is hard adjusting to another human. You know what I mean? And it's wonderful and beautiful, but like you do have to like work at it and it has challenges that you have to overcome together. You know what I mean? Like, the best blessings take work. And it's like, I think people are like, oh, this is too hard, or this is a mistake, or God shouldn't have given me this, or I can't handle this whenever it gets hard. But we just have to realize, like, we just have to try. We have to keep at it and not give up. And we have to pray and ask God to show us how to do this because good things take hard work. Like, the most beautiful things are costly you know what I mean like mm -hmm. to get a beautiful thing you have to work hard if that makes sense like you have to realize like good stuff like blessings come with responsibilities and like we have to be prepared for that you know like yeah. to take care of what God has given us and like just kind of tag on what you're saying like the the process of getting found here like final exam was hard you know, like, yeah, you had to like, you know, you had, you were in labor, you know, you had to, you know, Ooh. get her here. That was hard, you know, being in labor Not and like giving birth to her. Yeah. Like that is hard. I mean that like, you know, getting pregnant and having a baby, that's wonderful. But like you have, but then there's like a, a painful final exam <laughs> that you have to take, you know, and like, yeah. and it's like, and you know, getting her here was hard that like, you know, she's beautiful and I'm so thankful she's here because I love that kid oh my god but like it's like but for her to be here Hannah had to go through something very very painful you know to get her here yeah and that's how that's how we have to be like living for God like the hard things that we want like there are things that I want so bad like in the spirit like that I want to have but to get those things Amen. that I want like it's hard I have to sacrifice things you have to give things up to get what you like what god wants for you yeah because you know, he won't dwell in sin you know and i'm saying that to myself like he won't Ooh. dwell in sin you know like he won't give you what you want because there's sin in your life and you have to get rid of that in order to get what you want like like 
there are so many things that I want in the spirit, but in order to get those things, I'm, there's things that I'm going to have to give up, that I'm going to have to, like, you know, it's going to be hard, but I'm going to have to sacrifice those things in order to get what I want out of the spirit. And that's how all of us are. They're like, it's not easy. People are like, oh, it's easy living for God. Okay, are you living for the same God that I'm living for? <laughs> because, I mean, I feel like, like, I mean, and, and they're right in a way. Like, it is, it is easy living for God. We make it hard. Everybody's like, oh my God, I can't live for him. It's too hard. It's like, no, it's not. Like, your flesh makes it hard to live for God. Yes. Because we want to hang on to stuff. We want to, we want to, like, you know, get things and, I don't know why I keep saying watch things. I just want to say it. Like, there are things that we want to watch. There's things that we want to do. There's things that we want to, like, go out and do. And we can't. Like, that's not. And, like, our flesh wants to do it. So, yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But, like, you know, but, like, it's not really hard living for God. And that's when he's showing me, like, it ain't hard living this. It's just we make it hard living this. I know yes. I do. I'm like, oh, God, but I want, but I want to do this. But, like. I can't, you know, and it's like, and I know like having a, having a niece, it has really made me like stand firm on what I believe. Like you really don't know what you believe until your like niece like comes at you with something like, but I'm going to wear this. And I'm like, mm, I'm like <laughs> no, you're not like, you're going to wear this, <laughs> a turtleneck. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's just like, you know, you have like, you have to be like, no, this is what we do, you know? Yes. But having like a little preteen, Lord help my whole man. But yeah, like, I mean, there's just things that you have to like, no, we're not doing this. We're going to do this, you know? Yes. But but there's just things that we're going to have to give up, you know? Sacrifice. Yes. You do. You have to lay stuff down to get the new thing. Like getting to a deeper level like it costs you things and you know what I mean like I think about brother Wolford always said um like you know when it talks about like I crucify this flesh daily like you gotta like surrender yourself and he was like you know he's like if we're talking like crucifying yourself he was like you could put in the first two nails like you could get one hand done and one foot done he said but you couldn't do the other hand like it would take it's going to take someone else to do it. Like, and he was like, a lot of times it's going to cost you something. Like it could cost a friendship. Your family member could come at you. You know what I mean? Like to have that, to be like Jesus is to be oftentimes rejected. You know what I mean? Like it's to be, to be hurt. Like when we're suffering, a lot of times that's probably the closest we are to him because that was what he did whenever he was on earth. Like he came here to suffer and die for us. And it's like deep things cost. Like a, a, a deep anointing has a high cost. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you think about when Mary broke the oil over his feet and washed his feet with that oil and like wiped her wiped wiped it with the tears and with her hair, like that cost they said that was like very expensive, like thousands of dollars in today's world. Like it was a high cost for her to anoint him. You know what I mean? And it's like really like to get the anointing of God like we're gonna have to sacrifice things that cost us personally you know what I mean and it may not always be the same thing for everybody but you are gonna have to give up things to get to a deeper level and anointing with God you know what I mean like that does that's a real thing and 
I feel like we have really not talked as much about what we initially were going to talk about. I know. But I think this is like maybe what the Lord was trying to lead us into. You know what I mean? Like we have to be willing to give things up and to and to really count the cost and know like it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like if God asks us to give something up, we can't outgive God. You know what I mean? Like you really can't outgive him. So whatever he's asking you to give up, he has better in store for you. And it may not be like what we think of is better, but it will be what's better for us in the long run, you know? Like yes. God is always like he knows what's best for us and if he asks us to do something, it's for our good. Even if even if it's hard. Cuz sometimes it is. But I just think like we really do like I know we're kind of I guess we'll kind of like circle back to what we were initially talking about like it, it is going to be hard to do things just make sure you're taking time to keep yourself right with him you know what I mean like make sure you're praying and reading the word make sure that you know you're trying to rest make sure you're trying to do things to keep yourself healthy and taking time for yourself like you do have to do that you know what I mean like you know, thank goodness for weekends. Like, I really think about it. Like, on the seventh day, like, God created everything. And on the seventh day, even God rested. Like, you have to take care of yourself. And you know what I mean? Like, like God didn't need the rest. Like, he's God. But he did that as an example to show us that we did need to rest. You know what I mean? Like, even God took time to, to take a break, if that makes sense. And I think that, like, a lot of times when you get to the place where you're starting to get ungrateful, it's because you're not resting in him. Like, you're not taking time for yourself. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole scripture, but you can see a really good example of that in 1 Kings 19, verses 4 through 9 specifically. Elijah literally says, like, kill me, God. Like, just take me now. Like, I'm done. I've, I've done all I can. Just let me go. Like, he's, like, surrendering. He wants to give up the ghost. And literally, he goes to sleep. Like, he takes a nap. He wakes up. Oh, so sorry, y'all. I need a nap. <laughs> it's Sunday. <laughs> that nap is like, it's calling to me. But he literally, when he wakes up, an angel is cooking for him. An angel feeds him, gives him something to drink, and then he goes back to sleep. So then he wakes up again, and the angel's like, really eat, really take a drink. And he's like, because you're going to need strength to go on. But it's just, it's such a good example of the fact that, like, never underestimate what a nap and a snack will do for you spiritually. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, take care of yourself. Oh, but, like, Everybody really, <laughs> like, that hanger is real. Like, you get to the point and you're like, really I can't is. go on. <laughs> It was real for him in the Bible. It's real now. Okay. It is. But I mean, like, literally anything you're going to go through just about, there has been a point in the Bible that they have struggled with that. You know what I mean? But it's like, Elijah never died. Like, Elijah left in a chariot of fire. You know what I mean? Like, he was close to God. Like, he really, and he did a lot of things for God. But he also took time to rest and to eat. Like, there was a time when he just had to take a break. Like, he was burnt out. And it's important that, like, really, 
if you feel yourself getting to that spot, don't give up or quit, but take a break. Take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like, pause and reflect. Get fed. Like, there has been a time, like, I really, like, it was a while back. Like, I had just gotten back from Japan, and uh, I was working at the school, but I was not being used in ministry, really, any anymore like I had I had gotten to teach Bible college for one semester and then I was just working as the administrative like the administrative what do you call it not the administrative assistant but I was basically a secretary I think it's like they don't want to say secretary anymore but that's what I was like a secretary and an office manager but I was so bummed because it was like I was not really being used in the kingdom of God and I felt like I was being like benched almost but God was like, you need to be fed. And it was like, I had been going and going and going. And it was like, I, it, it came to a point where it was like, I had to just sit on a pew, worship God. You know what I mean? Like I needed to be in service, praising God, worshiping. And like, you know what I mean? Like being in that worship time and then just yeah. being fed. Like, and really once that happened, I got back to a place where I was starting to be used again. But like, God literally was like, this is a season for you to just be still. Because sometimes you need to do that. Like, And you see that in Isaiah 40 and 31. Like, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Like, sometimes God takes you through a season of just letting you be still. Because he knows this next season you're going to have to work. And you, you, you're going to need to not be weary. So it's like, you take time and rest. Because, like, you're going to be, like, this is not a sprint. Like, walking, you know, like, living for God is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Like, you have to pace yourself. You have to take care of yourself. So, don't be afraid to just take time and recuperate, if that makes sense. Like, you got to, like, be patient yeah. with yourself, you know? I agree. That's good stuff. It's just, it's a, it takes time. Like, you can't. You can't beat yourself up, you know, and if you feel like you're overwhelmed and get into that spot, like get into that tough spot, like just do what you can. You know what I mean? Like you're only human. Like don't try and overnight be the greatest. You know, does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times like and if you are, hmm? oh, go ahead. no, you go ahead. I'm just saying like, if you are in ministry and you are like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take like, just, like, a little time out, like, because, believe it or not, like, working for the ministry, it is extremely exhausting. Like, you have to, I mean, you just have to. That's, I mean, that's what, like, ministry, it's like, it's, you know, no you in it, you know? Like, it's, you're basically, like, doing, like, for God and for the kingdom, like. And for people, and taking so, care of people, and it's hard. And for people, yes, like. And it's like, you know, you just have to keep going. And, not, and I'm not saying, I mean, like I said, I just want to reiterate, like, we're not saying, like, oh, you're telling me that I can just, like, tell the pastor back. No. Like, we're just saying, like, take, like, a little, like,
a two days a day, you know, just to kind of, you know, get yourself and you know, whatever back together and then start it like it's a new day, you know? Well, yeah. What? Uh, but to me, it's like, if you will take small breaks all along the way, you won't get burnt out. If you take time, like I know at, Calvary, the Sunday school teachers, like, he makes all the Sunday school teachers once a month sit in on a Sunday morning service and not have to be with the kids because you don't want to get to a place where you burn out. Like, if you rest along the way, if you, like, have a Sabbath and whatever you do, you're not going to get to the point that you're so burnt out that you can't go on and you can't continue, if that makes sense. Like, you just have to take time along the way. Like, you're not going to be able to do everything. Like, I know this was something like, this is just like tasks, but it's like, if you try and do all this stuff, you're going to feel overwhelmed and you're going to work beyond what you can. You know what I mean? But it's like, okay. I know this really, I used to do this. Like, if you just have three goals for your day, like I'm going to do these three things, like set three actual reachable goals and it's like anything you do beyond that is like a high five. You're doing good. But it's like don't try and be like I'm going to do this today and this today. Like you know what I mean? Like don't put all of these yeah. things like you know what I mean? Like you're not going to be able to do stuff, stuff overnight sometimes. Like you just have to you have to start somewhere. Be a beginner. You know what I mean? My mom used to always tell me that because I'm one of those people like I want to be an expert in whatever I do. Like if I'm not like, you know, Picasso, well, actually, I could be Picasso because let's be real, that stuff is like basic. But, um, like, my daughter could be Picasso. I'm sorry. I know some people really like his work, but I just don't, I don't get it. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to paint the Mona Lisa overnight. And it's like, if y'all have ever seen me paint, it's like my daughter. Once again, like, I cannot paint. And I, like, just give up. My mom's always like, you have got to be okay with starting off somewhere. Like, that's what she tells us all the time about this podcast. Like, I'm just so proud of y'all. Like, just doing it warts and all. Like, mistakes and all. You're trying it. You know what I mean? But it's like, you have to just, you got to be a beginner. Like, you have to start somewhere. Like, yeah. I would love to say everyone is going to start off, like, praying an hour. But it's like, if you're like, oh, I could never pray an hour and it overwhelms you. Just try praying for like 15 minutes. Like start off your morning and just say, I'm going to pray for 15 minutes. Because believe me, anybody can pray for 15 minutes. You can like, you can thank God, ask for a few things, ask for strength for your day, like meditate on the Lord. 15 minutes can go by pretty quickly. Just start somewhere. You know what I mean? Like read a few verses a day if you don't think you can do a whole chapter. Like everybody has to start somewhere. Just be Allow yourself to be a beginner if you're like, oh, I could never get to that place in God. Well, you could if you just allow yourself to start somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I know your mom, I like, I, I will never forget this. At On your refrigerator door, y'all had this magnet. And I thought it said, um, the smallest act of kindness is better than the grandest idea or the, the grandest intention. And like that always spoke to me because it's like, it's easy for us to be like, oh, well, I'm going to do this awesome thing and I'm going to do this. And it's like, well, oh, I didn't get to do any of that. But it's like, you can say like, you know what? I'm going to pray. For, like if you're like, oh, I'm going to wake up at five in the morning and I'm going to pray for an hour and seek the Lord. And then you're snoozing your alarm and you don't do it. Or you could say, you know what? I'm going to get up 15 minutes earlier than normal and I'm just going to talk to the Lord. And if you can do that, that's an easier thing to do. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, mm -hmm. don't try yeah. and shoot for like a level that you're not at. Like, 
you know what I mean? Like, just be okay yes. with being a beginner and just doing something small and getting that done because God, God is going to honor that. Like, he honors a 15-minute prayer more than you saying, oh, one day I'm going to pray for an hour and talk to him. Like, talking to him for 15 minutes is more important than saying you're going to talk to him for an hour and never doing it. You know what I mean? Like, just try. Yeah. Just do something. Make an effort. Like, a little bit is better than none, if that makes sense. You know? Mm-hmm. So. That's good stuff. I don't know. I hope I'm not being boring. But you just got to start somewhere. Like, I know that, like, really is something, like, I have learned, like, sometimes the podcast, last week's podcast, oh, dear Lord, like, I was on pins and needles, like, oh, I just want to throw it all away because my kid cried for so much of it. And, like, you could hear my husband fumbling around. And, like, the audio was not great. But it's, like, you know what? People need to hear this conversation, even if it's not perfect. Like, I would love to have, like, the most smooth, excellent podcast. But right now, this is where we're at is like Facebook Messenger recording without a microphone while my friend is in the car and I'm in my pajamas. And you know what I mean? Like me editing it. But that's better than nothing. Like we're starting yes, somewhere, we're starting you know? Somewhere. Like you just have to try. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're not going to be perfect overnight. We just got to try. We're probably not going to be perfect in a year. Who are we kidding? But, <laughs> but we're trying, you know? <laughs> So, just don't be afraid to to just... Hooray for beginners. <laughs> Hooray for beginners. But honestly, oh man. Well, Candy, do you have anything else you want to add into this? I don't. I think we've pretty much said everything we need to say. I think so too. So, thank you guys for listening and being so supportive of this podcast and... We hope that you can be encouraged to seek the Lord and just try. Try to begin something and take a break when you get tired. You know, never underestimate the power of a nap and a snack. Like, Because <laughs> hanger is real, people. It is. Uh, you may think you want to quit, but you may just be hangry. So, <laughs> don't give up. Yeah, check, yeah, check yourself. Yeah. <laughs> check it. Your stomach will make you very dramatic is all I'm saying. Get wanted, though. All right. Well, until next time, we'll see you guys. Well, that's a wrap on this week's show. We hope you tune in again next Thursday. Until next time, I'm Hannah. And I'm Candy. And we are besties for the resties. Besties.